welcome to the Dear Writer podcast. I'm Sarah. And I'm Ashley. We're two aspiring collaborative authors sharing our writing journey with you. The ups, the downs, and everything in between. Whether you're just starting out or a more experienced writer, we hope that you'll find this podcast inspiring and thought-provoking. And here's the show. Hey everyone, welcome back to Dear Writer. This is episode 29 and it's another one of our creative life episodes. It's actually the sixth episode of uh, what we call Culturing Creativity. And today we're going to talk about music and how it can inspire creativity. And like all of these short ones, we'll probably just jump (laughs) straight in to the discussion. So you had a quote to start with, right? I did, I did. Um, It's from Plato. And I quite liked it. So I thought it was a very good way to start the show today. So Plato writes, Music is a moral law. It gives soul to the universe, wings to the mind, flight to the imagination, a charm to sadness, gaiety and life to everything. It is the essence of order and leads to all that is good. I really liked that. It is really cool. How are people so poetic, honestly? (laughs) (laughs) It's just so nice. <laughs> so nice. Yeah, it makes me feel nice and warm and fuzzy inside. <laughs> me too. So like writing, sometimes music can help lift us out of our present reality and take us to a different place. So the very first question, I think, that comes from this is, do we think that music helps us write better? And if so, why? Do you want to go first, Sarah? Sure. So I think I've explained this a little bit in a blog post I wrote quite a long time ago now, actually. Memory serves me. I think it was one that I wrote on theme. For me, music helps me to imbue the theme and the tone that I want into the story. If there is a particular feeling that I want to create, I find music that reminds me of that feeling and it helps me to express it better in my writing So usually that's through the eyes of the character, although sometimes it might be a certain plot event as well that, you know, the the dramatic plot event that it's building up or something like that. Dramatic Um, music for a dramatic event. (laughs) So just for an example, I find a lot of songs about never giving up and fighting through really help me with Lizzie because she's very (laughs) resilient and stubborn. She's incredibly resilient. Yes. So for her, artists like, pink there's also bishop briggs which was one that i discovered specifically when i was looking for music for her so those two artists you know they give that really tough as nails kind of vibe um, <laughs> like tough woman <laughs> but then for a different example like contrasting then there's dylan he's often deep and he sometimes can blame himself a lot so his songs can actually be quite dark even if his chapters aren't necessarily really dark his songs can be quite dark and hopeless <laughs> <laughs> oh dylan it's always what i want to say whenever we're talking like oh dylan <laughs> yeah sometimes even darker than graces because even though I, i'm sure you'll talk about graces soon but even though grace you know she's sometimes quite depressed some of you know she's got a different kind of resiliency right yeah her depression slash sadness is different to dylan's like dylan's is a lot of self-doubt and things like that yeah which he internalizes where graces are more from like external thing and dealing with those so it's kind of a bit different i think which is possibly why dylan's is sometimes really dark (laughs) yeah so how do you think music helps you write better yeah i think so i'm fairly similar to you so 
to me, music generally links me to memories and emotions, which then help me to get new ideas and also help me feel my characters better. I think I wrote also in a blog post a long time ago that I write best when I'm really in touch with my characters and, you know, feel whatever they're feeling. And I've said before that sometimes when I'm like writing them and, you know, Levi's done something, I'm like, oh, Levi, (laughs) why are you doing this? You can like feel like their anxiety or their whatever it is. So like Sarah, if I choose songs that reflect um, the mood of my characters at the time or even the setting or whatever plot event is happening then that can really help me either get into their mind or get my mind into the setting or like the atmosphere of the plot a bit better which then helps me write a lot better as well mm-hmm. and so like Sarah gave some examples for Lizzie and Dylan I write Grace's chapters and for her um, I usually listen to Brooke Fraser she's a New Zealand artist but she has got a lot of quite moody songs but they're a little bit uplifting so they usually have like a sad tone but the overall message is a little bit uplifting and I find that a lot of them remind me of Grace even if it's not like exact examples of her it's like the whole tone of yeah, her singing yeah. you know what I mean like reminds me of her so I often have quite a few of her songs on my playlist for Grace as well as the script for Grace weirdly <laughs> right I was going to say it's interesting I will talk about this a little bit further on as well but it's interesting seeing the songs that each other pick for the characters oh yeah (laughs) the songs that Ashley picks for Levi as well is a very different tone from Grace's yes they're all very like (laughs) I don't don't even know how to (laughs) describe is it a lot more like rocky yeah like Three Days Grace or I was going to say Simple Plan, but not really Simple Plan, but more like rock music yeah. um, with more superficial themes. Let's go with that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go, it's nothing against Levi, but he... Well, but there, it's it's kind of exactly like Levi. Like it's a superficial theme, but it's like deeper underneath if you unravel yeah. the lyrics a bit more. Yeah, if it's him. He can be a bit superficial <laughs> on the top, but then a bit deeper underneath. Yeah, but he's got flaws and issues and he does really care deep down, even though he's a bit aloof sometimes. Yeah. So yeah, that's what I listen to for Grace. And Levi, yeah, I listen to quite a lot of rock music for him. I weirdly listen to a lot of 30 Seconds to Mars in our book, The Price of Pandemonium. I don't know why, but that artist kind of just vibed with me for that one. It's funny how they've all got like their different genres as well. Like I feel like Grace is kind of like more country and, you know, a little bit of pop, whereas Lizzie's a little bit the same, a little bit country and pop, but then yeah, probably more on the pop side for Lizzie. And then like Dylan's more alternative. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely, definitely. It's kind of funny. Anyways. (laughs) Yeah. So that's probably all I have to say about that and we can maybe move on to the next section for sure so apart from using music to uh, help us write better you can also use it to get you into the writing mood do you ever do that Sarah listen to music before you start writing to get you into the zone definitely it depends what mood I'm already in (laughs) if I'm feeling really tired and low I actually have this inspirational playlist that's named an inspirational playlist and so that's filled with really not necessarily upbeat songs but again kind of like a lot of Lizzie's songs kind of translate to that inspirational playlist (laughs) because you know it's like fighting through getting through tough times and outlasting 
but then like I also have a list called Sarah's Dark Faves (laughs) (laughs) and so those ones are a bit more angsty and I guess it's to do with like their beat and their sound as well as a little bit more dark Um, lyrics are a bit more dark so those (laughs) ones help me get more focused yeah and it, they give me like a different type of energy. So like the inspirational songs give me more like a, a kind of stamina, I guess, to like get me through the day. Yeah. Whereas the dark faves <laughs> <laughs> gives me more like a, like an angsty energy to actually like push through. And then I also have this gigantic playlist, which is separate to our book playlist, which we'll discuss later. Yeah. But this gigantic playlist has heaps of songs that relate to basically all of our books they're usually ones that I haven't transferred over onto these other playlists and so sometimes I'll listen to that for something different and for like creative ideas and stuff and that can help get me in the mood for writing but yeah (laughs) how about you what helps you get in the mood for writing I'm fairly similar I have a bunch of artists or types of music that I like to listen to beforehand I usually don't need to be like hyped up to write (laughs) I'm usually like quite high strung when I come home from work. So I usually just need to like mellow and chill a bit, calm down. So I'm usually, you know, raging about something or rather that (laughs) happened at work. And James is like, just calm down. I will. Um, So I love country music. So I listen to a lot of country music, but also I like rotate through lots of other artists. I quite like soft rock type stuff as well. At the moment, I'm really into Matchbox 20 for some reason. <laughs> came to me and I'm just like obsessed with them and all of those like kind of 90s chill kind of music. So I'm into that a lot at the moment. So you listen, listen to those types of songs because I find that kind of music has, I always love songs with really great lyrics. And I find <laughs> those two genres have, you know, the hit rate for songs <laughs> that have really good lyrics with quite deep meanings and or things that make me think tend to be yeah. prevalent in those two genres. So I tend to listen to those types of songs, especially before writing. And like you, I also have a playlist for our book. It is called Book WTIF, so When the Rain Falls. But it applies to all of the books now because we've yeah. obviously like gone way Mine past too. it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's all of the ones that, like Sarah said, don't fit with you know specific chapters or things. They haven't made it into our other playlist. So I often listen to that, and that one's quite varied. But I tend to only listen to that playlist when I'm writing one of those books. <laughs> Mm, it's um, not so good for the ancient Greece one no I've started <laughs> opening an ancient Greece playlist it, it's a lot harder and then I'm like what well, do I include weird loop music in it or do I <laughs> just you know try and relate songs with lyrics that kind of work I'm not really sure and then I'm not certain whether I want the contrast so I haven't added both working out what to do with the ancient Greece one at the moment <laughs> Something we need to discuss. Yeah, I kind of tried, but for some reason, whenever I do it, I'm always like, mm, but it kind of fits for when the rain falls too, though. So let's just like put it on that playlist. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's because I'm just too used to it that I don't know what I want for the other one. Yeah. I have thought about it. We'll have to make a decision. Yes. Yeah. All right. So what about for listening to music to get inspiration for writing? Do you find that it helps? Or do you kind of more use it as like a backing track, if that makes any sense? So specifically for our books, we have a playlist that we combined chapter by chapter. And I'll spend time searching for songs that match each chapter. And when I want inspiration, aside from the previously mentioned inspirational playlist, (laughs) these book-specific ones get me really excited, especially even for just editing. If, you know, I'm working on a particular book, then I'll listen to that 
playlists that we've created a lot and it really gets me into the groove for that book yeah so I think that's mainly the way that I would use it for inspiration but yeah how about you I don't really have specific songs that I use to get inspiration. But recently, probably for the last two years, I've had this weird phenomenon where I'll be listening to a song and then all of a sudden it speaks to me. (laughs) And it seems really weird because sometimes it's a song I've never heard of, but other times it's a song I've listened to a few times and it's like I'm hearing it with like a different, I'm not seeing it with different glasses because I couldn't think of a way to say hear it, hear it through (laughs) a different voice. I don't know. (laughs) Hearing it through a different phone. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. And then I was like, voice, headphones, never mind. I'm not sure. (laughs) Don't know where that Um, metaphor is going. (laughs) Yeah, so these songs, they remind me of either, they like either evoke really strong thoughts or emotions, which I can see as not an idea for a book, but a tone for a book, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Or like something, not even our book, just like a random book. So I've had to note these down in case that maybe one day I decide to use them for something. So one recent example, and I thought I'd share this one because I don't know what I'd ever do with it. And I don't think I'll ever do anything with this one. But it was one that I'd heard a few times. And then one day I was just listening to it and I was just like, ah. Oh. <laughs> this is wonderful. So I like noted it down. And the most recent one was Wild World by Kip Moore. I'll just I'd read you the opening lines in case some of you aren't super into country. Mama said, wild man, won't you listen and come take a seat right here in the kitchen. You got a wild heart, got a sweet soul, going to need them both baby down the road. But right now I need you to listen. And it's like the tone and like everything about it. I was just like, it's inspired something. I'm going to write it down, but I don't know what I'll do with it later. So that's me with songs at the moment. Occasionally I'll hear them and I'm like, oh, that's really cool. I like that song. It's a nice song. It's a really good song. I'd heard it tons of times, but for some reason recently that was just one of them. But yeah, other than that, with regards to our book, I do a similar thing where I'll just listen to our um, collective playlist if I need to try and either get my mind into the zone or just try and figure out like a, you know, if there's a problem or something I need to fix. Sometimes I'll just like listen to that one chapters one over and over again. <laughs> yes. I have totally like, done that. I don't know if this is helpful, but the song's, the song's good. Yeah. So what about using music to help you relax? Because we've talked about this briefly about how it's okay to relax um, mm-hmm. and often it's important to relax. So do you use music to relax? I do. So I use it in a couple of different ways. So first, when you just look at the type of music that I use to relax, I also listen to a lot of country. So music that I listen to sort of for myself rather than sort of connected to the books is like country, sometimes blues and alternative, sometimes pop, sometimes darker songs as kind of mentioned. So like a huge range, but For relaxing, it's mainly my country playlist that I'll gravitate to because it's kind of lighter tunes. And I mean, they're they're not all light, like some of them, you know, are fairly deep. But, you know, there's certain ones. I I think in my country playlist specifically, they tend to be at least have like a happy message to them. If they're not like directly happy, (laughs) they have a happy (laughs) message within the song. So those are the ones that I'll kind of listen to. Zach Brown band I enjoy I for that Zach purpose Brown band. <laughs> I like my happy my happy band I love Zach Brown band <laughs> I listen to it I'm like yay <laughs> no worries <laughs> 
But yeah, also like country music reminds me of summertime, my upbringing as sort of a rural farm girl in New Zealand, riding horses, a lot of happy memories there. And it puts me in a really good mood. So whether I'm cooking dinner or just chilling out on the sofa, listening to it. I also have a waterproof speaker that I use in the shower. So oh my gosh, it's a great way to start a day. You're like, yes. I should do that. You should. I need a waterproof speaker. This sounds amazing. <laughs> I enjoy that a lot. But then as an additional thing to music to help me relax, if I'm struggling in like whatever way I'm struggling with, whether it be something with work, whether it be um, something with writing, I will pick up the guitar and I'm not brilliant, but you know, I know enough to be able to play a few songs and having to focus on it really helps my brain unwind in a different manner. And Mm -hmm. I find it really satisfactory, really satisfying, I should say. And (laughs) satisfactory grade. A B. (laughs) That's all I thought of. I was marking assignments the other day and I had like the excellent satisfactory. I can't remember what the lowest one was, but I was like, satisfactory. <laughs> no, it's really satisfying being able to focus on that. I should do it more. I haven't done it very recently. And so like my calluses have kind of gone. But oh no. I should do it more. How about you? Do you use music to relax? Kind of. I barely ever just sit and listen to music or like do nothing and listen to music. It's more the soundtrack to my day, uh, more than anything else. And I'm pretty much playing it, not all the time, a lot of the time. So like when I'm cooking dinner or cleaning, we've got speakers in the lab as well. So I play music in the lab while I'm working and when I'm working on the computer too. Like Sarah, I really like country music. I'm into my 90s rock. And I have a real soft spot for the emo music from the early 2000s, I must say. (laughs) Um, I recently rediscovered like Green Day. (laughs) Yes, yes. Green Day. My Chemical Romance. Yes. I was to go to their concert, but COVID. How disappointing. Fallout Boy, like original Fallout (laughs) Boy. Big fan of them at the moment. I rediscovered a couple other ones, Red Jumpsuit, Apparatus, a whole bunch of a whole bunch of others. I was like listening, good Charlotte. I was like listening to I found an emo playlist on Spotify and I was listening. I was like, this takes me back. <laughs> I love it. It's amazing. And the offspring. I love the offspring. I'd forgotten how much I like the offspring. I actually found going way off track, but whatever. I found my old iPod <laughs> and I found the adapter that links it to our car. So for the past, actually it's been ages now, eight months maybe in the car all we do is listen to my old ipod shuffle and the stuff that comes up on there i'm just like oh my gosh i forgot about this oh my gosh i forgot about this it's great it is great so memories of 2006 7 2008 (laughs) ashley's music comes up and that's where i rediscovered the offspring because i had a whole like two albums on there and then i was like i forgot i listened to them and i was like oh yeah this is why they're so good (laughs) but yeah uh otherwise because as i said before music brings up strong emotions and and memories for me I will sometimes just strategically use it to remind me of things if I'm feeling a bit like down or whatever especially recently because I haven't been able to go back to Canada for ages and see my family and stuff over there so I've been using there's a lot of music that reminds me of there so I sometimes listen to that to like you know bring back memories I'm like oh yeah that was great (laughs) yeah that's probably how I use it to relax which brings us to 
I think the last point, which might take us a bit to talk about because we both enjoy doing it very much, um, <laughs> but we've mentioned throughout this podcast that we have a soundtrack to our novel that we've put together, basically. And in it, both of us carefully curate songs for each chapter of our book that either captures the theme or essence or something about the chapter that really stands out. And then we compile them into a playlist I can order. So there's like a song, chapter one, chapter two, chapter three. Each one has a song in order. And it actually is a really, really good exercise, I think. It for, is, yeah. Yeah. I think you came up with the idea first and I really liked it. Yeah, so I did. I had heard of other authors doing it. And so once I kind of thought of that and well, heard of it, I kind of became quite obsessed with the idea, to be honest. <laughs> but, you know, it's kind of something that we've always done as well. Like we had not as specifically, like we didn't try and put a song to every chapter, but we had certain songs that we would listen to, which inspired the book when we wrote the initial version. My music tastes have changed <laughs> dramatically since then. So in the past, it used to be a lot of Evanescence. Oh, yes, Evanescence. <laughs> but no longer, <laughs> no longer. <laughs> I think that might just be more a reflection of us being angsty teenagers more than anything. Yeah. <laughs> it is really satisfying, though, to find songs that fit with both the lyrics and the tone to a chapter. Sometimes it can be pretty hard to choose between the songs. So I remember for the last chapter that I wrote of Darkness Set Us Free, I had about three different songs that I was weighing up between. And then so the morning that I was going to write the chapter, I played them all, listened to them. And then I was kind of like, no, it's definitely this song. And so then I, as I said, you know, the, the shower speaker had had it on in the shower. And when I was getting dressed, <laughs> like this one song on like loop before I sat down to write it and it really like got me in the zone and I feel like that chapter is one of my probably best chapters that I've ever written so it's a really good chapter <laughs> so I'm not surprised you feel that way it's excellent the way that like I just listened to it over and over again and then like sat down to write I was so psyched <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready for it. I'm ready. Right. I was going to say making the playlist has been a really interesting exercise for me. It, I found that it makes me really think about my characters more than I probably would have otherwise, which has been quite helpful, especially when we were like trying to make the playlist for the earlier books and you're like really thinking about your character or the theme that you're trying to portray in that chapter and then that bubbling over into uh, writing the characters like later on in the book. You're like, oh, I get you mm -hmm. now. <laughs> I really get you. And also interesting sometimes when you're thinking about a chapter and you're trying to pick out like sometimes the whole chapter has a song that matches, but sometimes when you read a chapter, there's like one particular event in there yes. that really is the chapter and everything else. It's not like fodder, but you know, it's just like surrounds it kind of like puts it into context, but there's like that one specific event or even sometimes it's just an interaction between characters that you realize is like Pivotal. the main thing. Yeah. So that's what sometimes I choose a song for too if it's not just a general theme or something which yeah. has been an interesting exercise I like, definitely found that for like chapter 10 of Darkness Set Us Free so it's a Lizzie chapter oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. she has an argument with someone which is not unusual but <laughs> that particular argument feels like a more of a keystone kind of event and so yeah. it felt appropriate that the music for that was kind of based around her feelings of this event. Rather than, because some other stuff happens that you could have chosen in that chapter. 
Yes. I guess. Yeah, yeah. there was a few other things. There's like a lot of stuff, but, you know, you end up honing in on the important thing. Like this chapter is basically setting up this thing. Yeah. So that's interesting. I mentioned before that I also have a personal playlist that doesn't quite like match up. And on there like match up with specific chapters like so I have a lot of songs that kind of represent the whole book but like not one specific point (laughs) if that makes any sense so I thought I'd like mention a couple of them so one of them is uh, Zombie by the Cranberries I feel like that one's like very about the whole book but I can't fit it to a certain chapter Um, another one's Ocean by Lady A that's a recent one which I've been quite obsessed with and then a couple New Zealand bands because I try my best to make sure that at least one of my songs in each of the books is by a New Zealand band because it's set in New Zealand. So I have a couple. One of them's Holding You, which is a duet with um, Jenny Blackmore and Staten Walker. And then the other's Rise Up by 660. So those are quite good as well. But recently, Sarah and I have switched. So because usually we were picking... I would pick the songs for Grace and Levi, which are the characters that I write. Yeah. And Sarah would do Lizzie and Dylan, but we've switched recently, which has been interesting. It has been interesting. Yeah, I, I think it's a really good exercise, especially for us as collaborative writers, because it's really sort of opened my eyes to sort of the other side of it and Ashley's <laughs> characters more to, to kind of get in their mind so that I know her characters as well as I know my own characters you know, so I'm like coming up with songs for Grace and I'm like, oh, that doesn't quite fit. But, you know, if you find some perfect ones and you're like, yes, this is Grace. I've been finding the same thing. I think I've, I'm about halfway through. I have like a Word document that has all of the chapters from all three books and I just kind of randomly populate them when I find them. So I'm about halfway <laughs> through, but it's just very randomly populated. Yes, yeah, I did that too. You know, a couple here and then a couple in there. Darkness Centers Free was quite easy. I found that one filled up very fast. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I've pretty much done all of those except Tafty. <laughs> He's not easy. No. The beginning of When the Rain Falls, the beginning and the the end part are the bits that I'm missing the most. I struggled with that too. But yeah, I found that side of things of doing each other's very fun too. Has been enjoyable. We're going to have like playlist one and then playlist two, like the reverse. (laughs) (laughs) The reverse. So you can see how we each interpret each other's characters. Anyways, I think we're probably out of time. Yep, I think so. We should probably wrap this up. Was there anything else you wanted to add or do you, are we all good? I think we're good, yeah. Okay, so our author spotlight section is still open for applications. If anyone wants to apply, you can just head on over to our website and under the podcast tab, you can find the application form. So it'd be really great if you want to apply and have a chat to us. We really enjoy talking to other authors about their books and their writing process. So next time on Dear Writer, it's the sixth episode of our Author Spotlight interview series. And so we're really looking forward to sharing that with you. We always have so much fun talking to people. So I really look forward to you guys hearing the interview. And if you'd like to know more about us and any of our writing projects, you can visit us at our website, which is lindersoncreations.com, or you can get in touch with us on Facebook or Instagram with the handle um, Linderson Creations as well. And if you enjoy the show, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and subscribe on your podcatcher of choice and tell your friends about us. We'll be back next week. Happy writing, everyone. Mm-hmm.